7.32. So Japan is set to decide this week whether to remove South Korea from a trade whitelist, which would effectively place even more restrictions on companies here at a time when relations are already at breaking point, threatening global trade chains as well as the Northeast Asian security balance. It's all the more curious that Tokyo has justified its actions so far on security grounds, pointing to the risk of certain materials making their way from the South to North Korea. As according to the 2019 Peddling Peril Index, South Korea is actually doing a better job in terms of national strategic trade controls than Japan is. This country's ranked 17th, next to Japan in 36th. For further discussion, we can hear from one of the authors of the index, Sarah Burkhard, Research Associate at the Institute for Science and International Security. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. How's it going? Well, good, thank you. Um, Just to set things up, how would you define a strategic commodity or, or strategic trade? It is the trade in goods that can outfit sensitive weapons programs. Um, Those could be nuclear weapons programs, other WMD, missiles, conventional weapons. Um, There are international and, in many countries, national laws in place to regulate this trade um, and detect and stop illicit sales and illicit procurements. While reading your report, the terms 1540 committee and 1540 matrices appear numerous times. What are those? How do they relate? 1540, that actually refers to a United Nations Security Council resolution. It was adopted in 2004. Um, The committee oversees the implementation of the resolution. The resolution itself is designed to prevent proliferation of WMD and delivery means to non-state actors um, that could be terrorists, for example. And the matrices are prepared and used by the committee and the group of experts um, to oversee the implementation of the resolution. So having clarified that, what exactly is the Peddling Peril Index and how is it evaluated? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's a ranking of 200 countries, territories and entities. Um, It ranks the countries by their capability to prevent strategic commodity trafficking. Um, We use 101 indicators to assess the capability. And those indicators are organized into five areas. Um, That's One, international commitment to preventing strategic commodity trafficking. Two, legislation in place that regulates and oversees the trade and criminalizes and aims to prevent commodity trafficking. Three, ability to monitor and detect strategic trade. Four, ability to prevent proliferation financing. And five, adequacy of enforcement. And yeah, under these five areas, um, we assign points and calculate a total score um, the total points available is 1,300. And we also have a few indicators that collect negative information on a country and we subtract points. Um, so some countries actually have negative points. Um, and we consider the areas of proliferation financing and, and enforcement as the most important ones. And that's reflected in the final score um, because in those areas, a country can collect the most points, but it can also miss out on the most points. Just to clarify here, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe at a press conference after his uh, upper house election win reiterated that these trade measures that Japan have adopted, they're not about retaliation. They are about managing security-related trade. But 
South Korea, according to your list, belongs to Tier 1, is ranked 17th. Does that actually mean South Korea is in fact a responsible player in terms of strategic trade management? Um, yes, South Korea does rank, rank 17. It has almost 900 points. Um, it has almost all the possible points under international commitment and under legislation. Um, however, 900 points is still 400 points short of the total possible points of 1,300. Um, so South Korea missed a few points in the ability to detect and monitor, some under enforcement, um, and also some under the ability to prevent qualification financing. There may be some shortfall there then that has to be worked on, and perhaps Japan's claim might gather some validity if it was ranked higher. But as I pointed out at the start, it's ranked down in 36th. There's this ongoing controversy over Japan's claim that South Korea could have smuggled hydrogen fluoride into North Korea. A South Korean lawmaker, just as an aside here, has exposed that Japan citing data from the Center for Information on Security Trade Controls actually has a record of over 30 cases of such smuggling from 1996 to 2013. But can you explain to us why hydrogen fluoride is considered a strategic commodity? Yes, hydrogen fluoride can be used to make a variety of compounds containing fluorine. And as such, it can be used to make chemical weapons. Um, It would certainly be banned for export to North Korea Um, It's also on the control list of the Australia Group, to um, which Japan and South Korea are both members. What about the the clarification here on the claims that both Japan and South Korea are making? What what do you make of them from your presumably neutral position? It is difficult to independently assess these claims without further information. Um, Again, both countries rank relatively high in the PPI, both in the top 40. And we do expect them to continue to perform well. Um, We hope the issue will be resolved quickly because in the end, a blame game doesn't help anyone. Sadly, that's um, where we're left. But you're right, doesn't seem to resolve the matter at all, um, pointing one fact out against another. Uh, But another accusation against South Korea involves these catch-all clauses. Can you elaborate on what a catch-all clause even is? And how does South Korea's catch-all clause score look like in your index? Yeah, sure. Um, The catch-all clause is essentially a blanket phrase in national legislation. Um, It could make any export or transfer of any good illegal if the end user is an illegal weapons program, such as North Korea's chemical weapons program. So in that, it's designed to catch any goods that are not on a control list or otherwise require a license. Um, And it really forces suppliers to know their end user. And in the Peddling Peril Index, we assign points for the existence of a casual clause, and South Korea receives full points. Well, that's good to know. Um, But the preface of the 2019 PPI report also starts like this. A critical strategy to stop Iran's and North Korea's dangerous nuclear endeavours is thwarting their ability to acquire goods needed to build nuclear weapons and other weapons of mass destruction and the means to deliver them. Um, It's interesting that the report actually highlighted these two particular countries. The news media does all the time, but a report of this nature, what drove you to to highlight those countries? Right. Well, as an institute, um, we focus heavily on those two countries because they are 
serial proliferators, but not just of nuclear weapons technology, but also missiles, conventional weaponry, and WMD um, equipment and technology. And that's just why they warrant the greatest scrutiny for us. When, when we look at the list again, the US and, and the UK actually ranked first and second. How, how are they able to achieve such high scores? Um, yes, so no country is perfect. The US is the highest scoring country, but it's still about 300 points short of the available 1,300 points, and so is the UK. Um, what sets them apart a little bit from the bulk of the countries is their score under preventing proliferation financing. They did much better than most of the countries. Um, a lot of countries actually had negative scores in that area. Um, and they also did well in enforcement. And, but that's even in the face of, uh, say, critics denouncing U.S. arms sales to Saudi Arabia that have been used against Yemeni civilians or, or weapons sold that, that could just end up in the hands of the wrong people. Th- those are things that get lots of attention. But in terms of your bigger data the U.S. comes out pretty well then. Right. It's still um, the highest scoring country in our index. Um, d- just a final thought on Japan again, um, as, as there's just so much interest here, obviously, in Japan right now. And I know you said it's not really helpful to be uh, pointing out another country's weaknesses or playing the blame game right now. But, but with Japan ranked in your index at, at 36th, can you see any possible justification for its claim that it's targeting South Korea based on managing security-related trade? We rather found that they are relatively similar in the strategic trade um, control system. Right. Well, I appreciate you don't want to necessarily be drawn into the debate too far, but thank you very much. It's been very helpful hearing from you, Sarah Burkhard, Research Associate at the Institute for Science and International Security. Thank you. Have a good morning.